Welcome to the family with Ralph Gilly back from MD Hackmaster. Alex Bernard Rasmussen. Co host Catherine Brandt. Sitting in for Andy, Cassie Schrader. And Officer Dave. And of course, what's her name again? Briston Kurt. What is it? <laughs> Briston. Kristen Burt will join us name? right after this. What's her name again? <laughs> Tommy, I never believed it until now, but apparently you're a pretty big deal. Was there ever a question in your mind? Well, you might say I was a doubting Thomas. See what I did there? Yes, how incredibly clever. Anyway, what's your point? Well, last month I was trying to find you a car to replace the Mafia Mobile and suggested leasing a Nissan Altima as it was impossible to find your first choice. I love that Altima, and I'm actually looking forward to checking out the all-wheel drive as soon as it's known. Well, apparently someone at Nissan was listening to us, and at this month, at Coon Rapids Nissan and Burnsville Nissan, we can offer short-term 18-month leases. That's actually pretty smart. By then, the chip shortage will be over, right? Man, I hope so. The only chip shortage I want to hear about is Bilski dumping one into the bunker. By the way, for the first time ever, Coon Rapids Nissan was number one in the state, and Burnsville was number two. Your Altima was actually one of the cars that put J-Lo on top. To learn more about short-term leasing, stop into Burnsville Nissan or Coon Rapids Nissan. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean. Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know? And that's exactly my question is you have to understand who has the best your best interest in mind correct well you want to know what your rights are you know whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not that's a choice it's a free consultation and you want to understand what your all your rights are and what coverages you have and plus the fact i hang out with you so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if i'm hanging out with you uh, maybe <laughs> uh, okay ladies and gentlemen michael bryant bradshaw and bryant Kristen, I told you before, when we go to you, you can't be playing the drums like that. You do it every week. She's jamming hard. She's jamming on the drums, man. Can you hear those? I have no musical talent. Don't worry about that. <laughs> I have no Not a musical threat. talent. We're no, just kind of hanging yeah. out, Kristen, uh, waiting for that uh, the deliberations to come to an end, the Rittenhouse deal. Nothing yet, but the uh, Rittenhouse jury reaches out to the judge after just 45 minutes of deliberating. So they're asking him a question, so it's, that's why we're wondering why it's taking so long in this situation. But uh, So how are you doing? I'm good. We've been roasting here in Los Angeles. It's been 90. I, saw, I heard it was cold on your end of the, your neck of the woods. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know. It might be a little chilly. It might be 37. It's a possibility. No, it's cold. It is definitely cold. Minnesota winter is here. Have you had snow yet? Yes. Uh, we had a little while. We were in just in Nashville for four or five days doing some shows down there, so we weren't here for the snow. We got back. There's a little dusting. That's about it. Okay. So far, How it's was a little Nashville? Dusting. It was very, very busy. Uh, yeah. Did a lot of work and all around. You know what's I want to run something by you, Kristen, because when everybody here, I want, I want to run it by everybody here. Because I do this pretty much every time we go on a big deal like that. Because for five days, because you're around so many, you know, fans of the show and all the rest of it that people come and tell you how wonderful you are or they love the show or they love you or whatever and I don't even I, I don't even think Catherine knows this because I never brought it up before but I was thinking about it this morning every time I get back from a trip like that where everybody tells me you know such nice things I go I did today I went and drove around North Minneapolis just going to a few different housing sites where I used to live to remind me where I came from you think that's a good idea why not? Yeah. I mean, it just, it really helps me a lot because people, if you want to start believing, you're the greatest thing of all time. Yes, I am. There's no <laughs> doubt about it. I have to go back and go, this is where you came from. Be grateful for what you have. That's a big part. That's a huge deal for me. 
Absolutely. It's always fun to see your roots. I mean, I don't obviously get to see my old stomping ground right, where I grew up. Right. I'm not on the East Coast that much, but I have gone on the, what I call my nostalgia tour, like visited my high school because some of my yeah. teachers are still there. Yep. And I've done some work with the Alumni Association there. And it, even going to see the house that I grew up in is it's it brings back a lot of memories. It it's, does. It's wonderful. It does indeed. But, uh, you know, and I, I think part of that whole deal, too, is it reminds me of, you know, living with my mother and how much I loved living in my mother's house and all the rest of it. I, I would recommend it to people if you haven't thought about that, if you've had some great success or if you, you know, are being told how wonderful you are, make sure you check in. <laughs> you know I don't, I I don't think you need to be told you're a great guy to do that. Just do it anyway. Just yeah. do it anyway. It yeah, doesn't no, matter. Right. You can be you're a dork right. like me and... It's good to go back and remember Officer Dork, his new name, <laughs> is going to be unbelievable. Honestly, if anyone has the opportunity, I've actually done this several times over the last, I would say, four or five years. If you have the opportunity to go back and email or visit one of your teachers in person, if they're still teaching, if they're retired, reaching out and letting them know the impact that they've had on you. Um, I did that with my third grade teacher. Oh. <laughs> I did that with my high school advisor, and I was able to see her in person before she passed away because um, she made such a huge impact on my high school sure. career. And I wrote to one of my college professors within the last year just to let them know that I still think about them, things that I learned in their class or even learned on, on the personal side and, and how much it made an impact. And I will tell you, the letters you get back, you will get so much out of having that exchange with someone. It's awesome. No doubt about it. it is, it's really good for you. And people, I don't think, do it anywhere near enough. You need to get out there. You gotta, you gotta, you know, it's that touchstone deal. You gotta, you gotta look back and go, man. I guess things kind of worked out, you know. Or mm-hmm. if you've made some mistakes in your life, yeah. Or if you've made some yep. decisions that weren't perfect, maybe going back and looking at the love that you came from, you know, might be a, a way to maybe get started on a better road for yourself. One thing I did notice, and you know, I won't use the word because then you'll have to edit it out for Frank's speech, so I won't use the word, but. Mm-hmm. I saw not one, not two, but three. Now, this is a very poor neighborhood, North Minneapolis. Very poor. <clears throat> it's mostly black. Uh, and three different houses right in the front window is an F. Biden sign. Really? That shocked me. That's I'm like, just, really? That is shocking. I didn't expect that at all. It was like, what? Uh, Democrats don't like him, apparently. I don't know what what's going on. His approval rating is horrendous, but I never thought I would see uh, the one that pops into my mind is right on Sheridan, uh, Sheridan Avenue, right by a good buddy of mine. As a matter of fact, he still lives there. And it was not his house, but it was right by his house. And I thought, God, that, that shocks. Doesn't that kind of shock you that those, I mean... That's been a Democrat. No, I'm going to tell you what. Inflation. Inflation. Yeah. Are hitting people's God. pocketbooks right now. And I'm also going to send wallets and, and banks, you know, everything. Um, but go back and, and think about the Carter administration. Oh, God, yeah. we went through. And think about how that affected Jimmy Carter's presidency. There may be some parallels in this situation. Yeah. Well, yeah, you, 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 yeah I think you're right about that. And by the way, i got to be honest with you. I spoke to him on the phone once, but I've never met him in person. But Jimmy Carter is one nice man. He is such a nice guy. He still goes out on Habitat for Humanity Builds, and he's yeah, like 90-something. He he's mm-hmm. 94 or something like that. Yeah. But, but, yeah. Yeah, I had bad. an opportunity to meet him at a conference in Atlanta. I'm just trying okay. to think now. Going back to the early aughts, but we'll just say it was somewhere around like 2002 or something like that. The nicest man. I... I, I you know, he may not have been the greatest president. However, he's tur- he turned into a wonderful elder statesman <laughs> yeah, for the United States. I'll tell you, another, in his defense, I'd be crabby if I had to hang around with Walter Mondale every day, too. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Walter was not a big fan of mine, I will tell you that. Yeah. He did not care for me at all. But but he had an agenda. He had an agenda his whole life, and you were going to fall. Every he's, politician has an agenda. They do. Yes. <laughs> I think Walter is from where? Mankato originally? Is that where he's from I originally? Think Mankato. So. It was. It was on the outskirts. It wasn't in the cities. No, yeah, he did not grow up in Minneapolis, St. Paul. And but Jimmy Carter is ninety-seven. Ninety-seven now. Ninety-seven. Still can. Still, oh, still knows the difference between a frog and a Phillips. 
Oh, I just took a shot. What? Catherine just said, yeah, and at 97, he still knows the difference between a flathead and a Phillips, oh. unlike Uncle Tommy, apparently. I asked for a screwdriver today, and, and I'm not kidding, Kristen. I'm not Mr. Handyman. I have no idea the difference between a flathead <laughs> and a... Even I know the difference. I, that's what I said. I'm like, I how can no you be idea. on this earth for as many years as you, ha- I mean, you have and not know? I even have like a girl, like, a, you know, it's like a floral set of like handles. Do it herself. I love that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, They're really sweet. cute. And, yep. you know, like adorable accessories. But I do know the difference between a flathead and a flathead screwdriver. flathead is self-explanatory. The one with the flat head. Yeah, but not and the so other one. And so then, by process one. of elimination, Phillips yeah. would be the other one. Yeah. Phillips, that's what it's called. Yeah, I thought it was called a flat head. head or something. Yeah, this well, is a flat, flat head. head. Is a straight screw. It's, it's a flat, flat one. Where yeah. the flat, flat head has a flat head. Yeah, the flat head. <laughs> and then the Phillips is the one without the flat head. I thought Phillips was vodka. No, he asks me for the tools. And a. Or a gas congressman, station. yeah, and a congressman, yeah. Yeah. Philip sixty six. Oh, yeah. He asked me for the tools, and he's like, "Are you going to do this for me?" I'm like, "No, yeah. <laughs> you've got to learn. When will you learn?" And he said, I'm very know. young. I'm very young. So uh, <laughs> one of these days, <laughs> yeah, honest to God. And by the way, Kristen, we are not making this up. I have no clue when it comes to tools or any of that stuff. Not you don't want me near that. And by the way, electricity, get away from it, Tom, right now. <laughs> I remember when I got to like the age of where you would maybe like marry the person that you're dating, you know, and I remember my mom seriously took me aside one day. She's like, find someone that can do things. She's like, it's just would be really nice. Very man that will, that will dance is and that can fix is, shit. It's actually great marital advice. My husband's not handy either, so, it's so um, I completely agree with that, Catherine. Dan, Dan is like the same way. And Dan is the handiest man you could ever find. He built himself a he sauna for the Yeah, he built your deck. He, he built our stuff. deck. He, he can built, replace yeah. windows. He can do pretty much anything. And he dances, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can buy a window. That's good, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, okay, so now that I don't order a meal. I don't order a meal. What else? What are you going to get in the restaurant? What am I going to do in the restaurant business? I just watched that movie the other day. Oh, God. Phenomenal. So, Kristen, what's the latest with you? Everything good? Everything is good. You know, just humming along here in Los Angeles. Really feels like things are starting to slowly come back. Good, Bigger events, good. glad to hear it. Red carpets, that kind of thing. Like we'll probably have a full award show season. I mean, it still looks a little bit different than it did pre-COVID, but at least it feels a little bit more normal, which is good. And whether you like award shows or not, the, the fact that events are coming back and, right. and in-person situations, it's good. Yeah, that is a good thing. You're well, right. in Nashville, it didn't look like there had ever been a COVID oh, no. problem. <laughs> oh, no. There was no, there was no pandemic in Nashville whatsoever. No. no. Well, the Uber driver said that this past weekend was the busiest that he had seen it since before COVID. You couldn't move because in this that city, though. God, Country Music crowded. Awards, the CMAs were on right. Wednesday, I think, right. and then yeah. there was the... Hockey game Saturday, the Predators. football game Sunday. So there was just like a lot going on. Every and Nashville was, red party was Nashville now. Oh my oh god, god, those the open, oh my god. those open buses with yeah. the women dancing oh, around. Those, oh, yeah, they rip horrible. off the roof oh god. of a yeah. bus and then they put like and, rails on the side and, yeah. and every they just single cruise line. around yeah, dancing and, and screaming, yeah. dancing and screaming all day, and all night. They even have the hot tubs pulled by a tractor and and stuff. I did not see that. Oh, see. trust me, you don't want to see it I either. I don't want to see that. No, thank you. And do you know who else moved to Nashville? All of the reality show community has moved to Nashville. Really? Yeah, so Bachelor star, like the Bachelor Nation is there. No, I didn't know um, that. A lot. It's, it's really fascinating. So that's kind of become their hub is Nashville. So when a lot of people love certain reality shows, going to Nashville, you go to the restaurants and clubs that they frequent in hopes of spotting some of the reality stars. How sad is your life if you do that? (laughs) Is it the reality personalities? Because I'm not going to call them stars. Or is it actually the industry itself moved there? Um, Well, the reality personalities moved there, and then it created an influencer influencer culture within Nashville because of that. That makes so a lot of like certain stores became trendy because that's where the reality stars were hanging out or bars or whatever it is. So it's it's weird how it all kind of like 
rolled into one, but they all left Los Angeles and made Nashville kind of their yeah. community. Are we just like a series of cults now? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, pretty much true. I mean, what? We are, we are a series of tribes. By the mm-hmm. way, Kristen, you just used a word, and it reminded me, over the weekend, somebody said the... I hate this when people say this. I've always hated it. And you just used one of the words. I, I, I asked somebody where something was, and they said, yeah, it's down, blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, thanks. I, I really... I really appreciate your help. And he said, and I quote, oh, yeah, I knew it was because I frequent it quite often. <laughs> you frequent it quite often. Well, often. he wanted to make sure you knew. Apparently, he doubles up on the frequent. <laughs> Many this, times I frequent it quite often. Who would triple it? There we go. <laughs> now they got A the triple, triple threat going. <laughs> I hate it when people say that, but they do. No, no. Well, a lot of people think I frequent it means like I go there. A lot. But it means I go there a lot. Yeah. It People think frequently. it just means yes. I go there. I, I would expect it would be your local haunt if you're frequenting it. Yes. yes. But yes, I think exactly. people just think that it means I go there. Like, well, then they're the, dumb. Yes. <laughs> Kristen, have you spent a lot of time Absolutely. in Nashville? I've been to Nashville twice, twice um, okay. both times for work, which was kind of fun. Oh, I thought your and bachelorette party was there, and you were yeah. on a bus. And you were on a bus without know, a roof. I know, I am not. Do you know, it's funny. I've never been to a bachelorette party. Like, my era, bachelorette parties were just not a thing. Huh. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. Well, you know where my bachelor party was? At a okay. Twins game. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's fun, though. Well, no, I mean, to me, the idea of like going out and drinking and all of the phallic like necklaces and no. like light up <laughs> things and condom dresses. dresses. You don't like a condom oh, dress? Oh what, what, my god! None of that is my is my bag it, at all. And yeah. honestly, I wouldn't have yeah. a bachelorette party. I didn't have one for when yeah. I got married either. But well, it's just one of those things. I'd go to a spa. Or I go, go to like a wine bar or something, and yeah. just with my friends sit around, have like a charcuterie board and some Ooh, wine. Being yeah. forced my, to get yeah. drunk till you vomit just doesn't sound fun. My bachelorette party was oh, we went to a cabin and we hiked and nice. played games and made mold wine. <laughs> and That's lovely. That sounds like it was, a lovely yeah, weekend. It was great. I don't want to go to the Thunder yeah. Down Under with guys no, in like terrible. skimpy speedos grinding in my face. It's just <laughs> not no, thing. no, no. I'm no. picturing you with that happening. I don't I like anything in my face. So that's that's not an aesthetic that you would uh, oh. seek out. It just it, it was never me. So what <laughs> you know, the, if you want to do it, rock on. But if my friend was like, "We're gonna wear penis pasta necklaces. We're gonna go to Thunder Down Under," I would honestly just be like, "I love you. Have a great time." Here's, you know, like 50 bucks, buy yourself some drinks. I have to sit this one out. <laughs> well, so what's with well, the penis also, stuff? What's with the phallic stuff? Well, what's the point of that? I don't know. I've never seen the one idea before. The is that, like, you are now marrying one penis. It's, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, this is your I last know. penis. <laughs> your last penis. It just oh. sounds so bad. It really does. <laughs> well, I think it's the same idea where it's like this is your men last to, penis. Like, I don't think I want to Google anything. It's a very, very, very good title. I think it's the same yeah, idea as like that, huh? men sometimes go to strip clubs for their bachelor parties. I guess. So like, I oh, so we have they hire hookers. They do all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah. I'm just going to let everyone know anyone who is getting married now and is thinking about this goes for men and women because this is an equal situation. If you're thinking about having one last hurrah on your bachelor or bachelorette party, yeah, I want yeah. you to all know that now on TikTok there is a thing about outing the bride or the groom who decides to have one last makeout session, oh. one last hookup, and people are outing going, if your if you know, your fiance was in Nashville this weekend at this bar with their friends, and you're from Minneapolis, oh God, and his amazing. name is Greg. He was, look, he's making out with some girl, like, and people are canceling their weddings over this because oh, they're catching. Oh, God, that's terrible. Yeah, because they're catching their future spouses cheating already. No, yeah, that's not, no, it's no, not. That's if not you're, good. like, the weekend before your wedding or whenever you have your bachelor party or bachelorette party, if you're like, I'm going to go find some random person to sleep with, it's like, maybe don't get married. Like, yeah. it doesn't seem yeah. like you truly well, want to yeah. have commitment. Well, yeah. I'm like, well, that's a red flag. I don't yeah. quite understand how you're outing these people. What, what are they using? Facial recognition? Or they're just a, they probably talk to them. They're literally taking their iPhone and they are oh, video God. recording you making out or grinding up against the girl or going to the hotel room. They are catching people in the act and they're like, 
just, you know, like as a woman, I want to have your back, your fiance. I'm just, I'm, I'm picking on guys right now, but women do the same thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're letting each other know like girl squad, like, Hey, he was cheating on you. I think that's great. After so much alcohol too is that everyone has loose lips. So it's like the rest of the bachelor party is like, oh yeah, I'm here with the bachelor and look at him, he's making out with someone. And then you get all this information because it's a group of guys, they're all yeah. drinking, there's pretty yeah. girls around. Oh, it's a mess. Unless there was like a consent thing beforehand, unless the bride was like, okay, you like hall pass. Yes, you get a hall pass. Then, uh, no. still like a still, it's still, <laughs> it's still <laughs> I don't know. Get an STD I check if you're really the amorous, I don't know. I want to well, know. Who would, literally, which one of you would give the hall pass? Never. Anyone? Never. never. No. But, no, I don't I mean, want to be in that kind of relationship. For, like different strokes. Oh, that. careful, yeah. Rump. Poor choice of words. <laughs> I hear this all the time, like working as an entertainment reporter. Oh, they have an open marriage. I'm going to tell you that when it comes to Hollywood marriages, 99.9% of the time, it is not an open marriage. There yeah. are a few, of course. But most of the time, it's just blatant cheating. Yeah. And yeah. they go, oh, well, Hollywood celebrities do it different. I'm like, no, they don't. Most of them <laughs> prefer to be just with each other well, most people or, or do that's the- what their intent is and, and someone else just like you know steps outside the marriage something that I don't understand is like where's the time yeah right you know like where is the time to find somebody else and like lie and hide and I don't know yeah, exactly- they're not lying they're just doing whatever they feel like how doing. do you account for the time yeah and where do you say you are and like yeah it's I don't and well I and how many I, I mean my husband and I have location uh, the iPhone location trackers on each other's phone, not because we don't trust each other, but I've locked myself out of the house and driven to wherever he is to pick up the keys just for silly things like that. Or if I'm working late on set, he likes to know that, like, I'm going to get home safe. Mm-hmm. Really silly situations, but I, I we have each other's, like, location tracker on iPhone. Yeah, well, well, you if anybody ever kidnaps you, you're covered. I do that when I go on a absolutely. run. I share yeah. my location with Dan anytime I go yeah, on a yeah. run. Yeah, that's, that's just being smart. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. I got to tell you some the Babylon bees on fire today. <laughs> oh, I bet they the are. Babylon bees Let's on hear fire. It. They you ready? Are. Donald Trump has tapped Kyle Rittenhouse's defense secretary. <laughs> <laughs> The Babylon Bee. Uh, Kyle Rittenhouse was born on the 4th of July to a pair of majestic bald eagle parents. (laughs) Man, that's funny. And Rittenhouse is pro-vaccine. Oh, crap. How did that one get in there? (laughs) I I love the Babylon Bee. It's just it's as good as it can. There was just a story in uh, Reuters about how um, this trial is about social justice. That's a, that's what How? this trial is about. How? It's like, no, it's not. How is it about social it's a murder. It. And Reuters is usually like pretty. But central. this, yeah, this yeah. this whole article was just like, are you kidding me? This is totally an opinion piece. Oh yeah, yeah. That's so unusual for Reuters. Yeah, too. I was yeah. really surprised. Because about- usually they label it too as an opinion. You know, mm-hmm. when it's like an opinion piece, they'll be like, this is an op-ed. Yeah. Um, I've been following um, AP for the Rittenhouse trial just so I can get the facts and move on. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah, it would be pretty Wouldn't interesting. Be, yeah. uh, I don't know. I... <laughs> Oh also from the also from the Babylon Uh-oh, Bee. Scrolling the bee. Judge the instructs bee. jury to ignore angry mob outside threatening to burn down the courthouse. <laughs> <laughs> Just ignore them. What, Don't worry about it. What do you guys it. think about that judge? He's been um, getting probably more headlines than Kyle himself. Oh God, yes, he's all over the news. Well, You're right about that. I do think that he's not happy with the prosecution, and because, and I think they started it by disregarding rulings that he made which you can't do <laughs> you're not supposed to disregard what the what the judge's instructions are right and right. The, and he did it anyway I, I found it interesting that he is the uh the judge in that whatever that um district that he's in is um the one he is the least requested judge like people ask to make sure that he <laughs> is not the judge on their trial oh. um and that they have, oftentimes they have to parse out cases to other judges in other areas because people don't want this particular judge. Why? Interesting. Um, 
they someone was like one of the lawyers that they interviewed and said some people were asking like is he acting out in this particular case and they said no this is status quo for this guy but people find that he does a lot of showboating and i was like you know it's not great for a judge to showboat but i was like oh you know we saw a lot of showboating with like lance ito during the oj simpson mm -hmm. trial and, and right. how that affected the cases and so a lot of the lawyers just prefer not to have him as the judge because they feel like they get a lot of extra stuff that get garners headlines and, and takes away from the actual case itself. Yeah. That's interesting. Hmm. Will that turn into uh, money for them as being interviewed after the uh, after the fact? Um, for the judge or for the judge? The judge. I, I don't know. Like Can I, they, they take just money? felt like he always had. Know. You know, someone was like, you know, he's not. And someone else supported him a little bit more. They said, you know, he's not liberal. He's not conservative. He's just right. someone who wants the case to move along. But I think a lot of people felt like some of the comments that were being aired and, you know, how everyone was spinning what he, what he was saying and that he clearly is a Trump supporter, um, that they felt like it was affecting a case. But most of the judges are just like, no, he's just not the favorite judge. And we just try not to get him on our cases. So you said he's a Trump supporter? Yeah, how I guess we he know has... That? Certain uh, whatever the Trump theme song is, I think it's "God Bless the USA," and he's made a couple comments that make people believe that he's a Trump supporter. Oh, so he didn't but say he like, is. No, but he he made some offensive like comment about um, oh, Chinese food. Well, he, all he said was, "I hope the Asian food gets here on time." I don't think that was negative at all. <laughs> I think he made a comment to the shipping um, issue. No, he too, did. Yeah, but it yeah. wasn't. I didn't wasn't offended by it. And if I were an Asian, I wouldn't be Plenty offended by it. Plenty of people were. I didn't but, hear it. Yeah, but they were offended but by everything. But what I was saying is that <laughs> other lawyers, came up, damn it. <laughs> other lawyers who deal with him from uh, and all the time just said, "This is him." Like what you're seeing, like all of this stuff, all the distractions are pretty typical for his court. We prefer not to have him as our judge. But again, yeah. they don't think that he is biased in that he's like super far right or super far left. They were like, he's just like a guy who wants the case to come out the right way. we got to take a break here. That. And to go out of segment number one to segment number two, this is for Kristen Burt from the Babylon Bee. Man from California won't shut up about being from California. <laughs> say the same thing about New Yorkers. Oh, same thing about New Yorkers. We'll be right back more with Kristen Burt right after this. Tom here for Shift Real Estate. I met the folks from Shift Real Estate last year on our way to Key West and loved their story. Shift Real Estate saves home sellers thousands of dollars on real estate fees because they list for a flat fee of $5,000, and that includes photos, MLS listing, online marketing, and the assistance of a full-time realtor. Tell Shift about your home, and they will tell you how you can save $10,000 or more. Shift Real Estate, the common-sense way to sell your home. Visit shift2sell.com because life is expensive enough. It's time again for my friends at Profile. The holidays are coming, and while I love gathering with family and friends, I don't love the weight gain that usually follows. That's why I'm glad my Profile coach, Haley, has given me the tools I need to have a healthier holiday season. I've learned it's not about being perfect. It's about having a game plan ahead of time and making better choices. I know I can still enjoy good company and good food without going overboard and derailing my weight loss progress. Look, I've lost over 100 pounds, and I'm keeping it off. Join Profile this month and take advantage of their buy three, get three deal. Pay for three months of health coaching and get three months absolutely free. Profile has helped me, and they can help you too. Profile has six metro locations as well as Waite Park, Mankato, and Rochester. Visit ProfilePlan.com forward slash Twin Cities today to set up a free consultation. That's ProfilePlan.com forward slash Twin Cities ProfilePlan.com forward slash Twin Cities. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Again, just one more Babylon B, I promise. The Yesterday, Beto O'Rourke announced that he's going to run for governor in Texas. Babylon B today. Beto O'Rourke begins to write his concession speech. <laughs> <laughs> he's got no chance. No shot down there. Not a chance. No? Yeah, he's a, well, he's a, he's a rich kid that's never done a damn thing in his life except for be a rich kid. Which is fine. I mean, if you're a rich it's kid. It's pretty normal for, for a politician, isn't Ooh. it? Oh, 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 wow. oh, see. oh a representative in Wyzetta, maybe. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh -oh. 
So, Kristen, what else? Everything else good? Yeah, everything else is good and, yeah, just, like, staying out of trouble and working hard and that good stuff. And and then also looking forward to next week with Thanksgiving. No, oh, Thanksgiving is the greatest. Like I said, a little time off. off the air, I was talking about this, Kristen, that since I was a little boy, this has been happening, but uh, that Friday, and it is this Friday, the Friday before Thanksgiving is when I really kick into the big holiday spirit. I just love it. Is anyone decorated yet? If I weren't wait. married to a Grinch, I would have. <laughs> you won't do it. I'm uh, doing mine today. So are you? Yep. You're putting up the tree. Not the tree. That's the that's the wife's job. I uh, I just hang the lights outside, specific. hang from the roof. Gender specific. Oh, you yes, hang things from the roof. Okay. Or wheel tree. Well, you can just retry that up there. And <laughs> you don't even have to get on a ladder. You just hang it from <laughs> and put it up there with your mitt. Shush, 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 It's not like that. All right. Never mind that. <laughs> Never mind. Everything will be good. I test the weight limit on every ladder I climb. <laughs> Me too. Well, it's almost, <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, yeah, absolutely. I was on a ladder <laughs> today. The two of them, no doubt about it. Um, is there anything, and I hate to even ask this because the movies right now are just, Catherine and I, one thing I do want to mention before I talk about movies and all the rest of it, Catherine and I have been watching uh, Big Sky, and that is what, 45 minutes long, 50 minutes long, something like well, that? Well, it would be an hour with, with, um, 44 with commercials. It's 44, yeah. 44 because of commercials on it. Mm-hmm. That thing goes by in about 10 minutes. We really like, that's a good show. That's a good show. Well, they do a so lot of. So we canceled next week? Yeah, probably. <laughs> they do. They do a lot of side stories, you know. They yeah, go, they do. Yeah, right. it's not like the same old. Maybe A story and then the B story. Yeah, and, and sometimes yeah. even the C story. Yeah, they yeah. do indeed. Yeah. Lindsay and I tried to watch. That's wa- like a soap. Yeah, it is kind of. Oh yeah. Lindsay, were, uh, Lindsay, Lindsay were like, and I were trying to. We tried to watch the one recommended, uh, Mind Hunter. Mm-hmm. Oh, Mind Hunter. Mind Hunter. Hunter. It's the story of the FBI. No, no, and I watched the first five minutes, and I turned it off because just like Catherine says, some shows are too rapey. This was too dismembery. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's very You know, first five members. Oh, that first episode, he just blow his head off. Oh, what man. I said, I, I, at that point, I said, I'm out. No, yeah. I'm out. No, I just said, I don't because there was nothing left of his noggin after he pulled the trigger. Oh, just yeah. a, just a terrible. Just, what yeah. it's you know I, I can it's understand that. It's a, and it's but I just said no, no, I'm done. I just could not. I think Dude. the torture porn that you, they did with all the Saw movies and stuff like that. I yeah. can't watch that. Oh, I don't yeah, like no, that. No, no, no. Oh, that's God. Still I don't know why anyone would want to watch that. I agree. It's. Well, yeah, I understand why you wouldn't want to watch that, but. Well, I'm looking forward to Dexter. I mean, it's a different form of killing, but. In a very entertaining way, I don't know. Well, I think it's it's more sophisticated the way it's written because you actually feel something for the serial killer, yeah. Um, which and gives gives that character more humanity, so you kind of understand like what is driving him instead of because you can't have a serial killer just be completely bad the whole time. Yeah, well, he's a serial killer with a heart. That's oh, oh, so now we're, now we're finding out the degradation of society right here, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. It's yeah, right. there it is. Exactly. Wait a second. Wait a second. So, what do you, so serial killers are good people? No. What Dexter no. does is that he, he is a serial killer, and to fill his need of killing, he kills bad people. Like he's a vigilante serial killer. He's a like Robin he, Hood in his genre. Yeah. Like, he'll... he'll you know, go on his little serial killing spree and kill child molesters, people who beat their wives. Uh, okay, so vigilante. Yes. So, a, so, 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 the, the fear, one of the greatest fears in law enforcement is vigilante justice mm-hmm. and extrajudicial killings. So we're having a show that's popular that sort of says this is how you do it. Yeah. Okay. It's great, isn't it? This <laughs> is great. This is great. It's great. It's great isn't this is it? great. But it's been around a long time, and it's I coming know. on back. I know. Yeah, people, very, people very are watching true. it. So is but you can't. When you write a character, you just can't have them just be bad and do bad things every single week. You have to have justify a reason behind it. Otherwise, people won't tune in because it gets boring. You're like, yeah. you have to flesh out the character, and that's what made Dexter so brilliant in terms of how they wrote the character. Right. Mm-hmm. I do understand that. So that's TV. How about any movies? Are the movies still all about superheroes, which drives me insane. Every movie's about superheroes now. Yeah, I get another you know, superhero There's a couple interesting things coming, just because we finally <laughs> have um, 
award show season, but I think there's some interesting things coming down the pike. You have um, King Richard, which is about Richard Williams, the father of Venus and Serena. Oh, yeah, yeah. With Will Will Smith, I'm telling you, he's going to be a front runner for the Oscars. You have Becoming the Ricardos. Mm -hmm. Uh, On the story, it it only takes a a one-week look at the the behind-the-scenes of Lucille Ball and Desi Arnaz in their life. Yep, so I think that that's, you know, for anyone who has kids in Kanto, you have the Disney animated film oh coming my gosh, out. very excited. Yeah, there, there's beautiful. some, like, good stuff. Um, I'm also looking forward to, I haven't seen it yet, but House of Gucci, um, which is the Gucci family, with a fantastic cast. We're talking Selma Hayek, Jared Leto, Adam Driver, Lady Gaga. Um, you've got Pacino. I think it's going to be really interesting. Oh, Pacino. Mm-hmm. Attica. Attica. <laughs> I, love that. I love that. Yeah, there's a lot of really good um, actors in it. So I think um, that's going to be another one that's worthwhile. And you'll probably get a lot of these Tom Ezra SAG screeners. So yeah. if you don't get out to the movies to see them, they'll be coming to your house. That's right. I keep forgetting we get the SAG screeners coming up in a little while. Uh, I'm Pay those dues before, <laughs> yeah. before the end of the month. <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to the Lucy one, but Nicole Kimmon plays Lucille Ball in the movie. Yeah, and I know weird. there's been, like, a lot of backlash of choosing her and not Deborah Messing. Right, because I thought right. Deborah Messing should have played. She, Wait, she, looked exactly, yeah, she did look exactly her, like her. Yeah, and the did. crazy thing is that um, the first screenings happened this weekend in Los Angeles, and people are raving about mm-hmm. Nicole Kidman's performance. Um, and just really shutting down all the skeptics. She doesn't look like Lucy, and you've just no. got to take yourself out of that. But she did. She really studied the character and the voice. Um, but Aaron Sorkin, who wrote the movie and directed it, said he wasn't looking for like just a carbon copy of Lucille Ball. He wanted someone to like embody the emotions of what the couple went through. Yeah. Because we know that behind the scenes they were a mess, <laughs> mm-hmm. but they were also brilliant together in business. Um, and I think that that's what you get to see, and it only takes place over a seven-day period, so it's not encompassing their entire life. We watched Nine Perfect Strangers, Yeah. and I did not think Nicole Kidman was good in that. No. That was a pretty terrible, that was really hyped up, and it just didn't achieve what it was going out there for. You know, it wanted to be prestige television, and I just don't think it was. Well, because Big Little Lies was really, really good. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then it was the same Leanne Moriarty, the same author, different book. And so they were trying to do, like, another yeah. that, I yeah. think, and it didn't pan out. No, because Nicole Kidman was terrible in it. She was really mm-hmm. good. <laughs> and I thought The Undoing was pretty good last year, too, that Nicole Kidman yeah. did. Yeah, that was good. good. Yeah, that TV was project. good. I like the yes, undoing. that was good. She's usually yeah. good, and I usually like what she yeah. chooses to be in, but mm-hmm. this one was not. No. Well, you can't be. Yeah. I think she's going to redeem herself in becoming the Ricardos yeah. and really shut down a lot of the skeptics. So I think that's going to be kind of fun. Well, and isn't Deborah Messing kind of the worst? Yeah, nobody likes her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hard to get along she with that kid. She has a lot of fights on Twitter with people, which yeah. is really, uh, I don't follow She's her. She's a feisty redhead. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why in here? Holy buckets. Uh, yeah. I think Kristen had more to add to that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, honestly, it—that's um, the one thing about social media, and I, you know, this has happened to Chrissy Teigen and stuff like that. People go, they develop a personality on social media outside of their career, and then they start revealing sides to them that you're like, "Oh, I didn't want to know that," right? <laughs> you know, yeah. and you just kind of retreat and just go, "I just wanted to know you as the person on the screen, the characters oh, that you play." That's how I've been with Peloton instructors. Like, I'll really like Peloton instructors, their classes, and then I'll follow them on social media, and then I'm like, wow, you're annoying. And they don't take their classes anymore. And I'm like, ugh, you're obnoxious. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm like, okay, Cody, I I'm not, them. like, Cody Rigsby is on Dancing with the Stars, so I've been yeah. covering. I don't understand his personality. Uh, it, maybe he's great on the Peloton world, but I, I people are like obsessed with him, and I go, I don't necessarily understand. I just don't connect with him. He is so he's completely doing- different on the Peloton than I have seen him on social media. On social media, he's kind of like boring and not that interesting. But on the Peloton, he's like very dynamic and fun and like silly and yeah, it's like a totally different situation. How did that go last night? Because it was the semifinals last night, right? Yeah, he made it into the finals. That is no surprise whatsoever, um, along with um, JoJo Siwa, as well as Amanda Klutz. And the fourth person is, um, oh, Iman Shumpert. 
Who are any of these people? Anybody? Anybody? I have no idea. Anybody other than Kristen? Probably one of the top stories of the pandemic. Her husband was the one, Nick Cordero, who Broadway star, who passed away early on. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Pandemic. Jojo Siwa. I'll tell you, if you have a tween in your household, everybody knows who Jojo Siwa is. There's even there's even kids in Fawn's class that are that have like Jojo Siwa stuff. She was a phenomenon. She was on um, Toddlers and Tiara. Charles? No. No, uh, Dance Moms. Dance Moms. She was on Dance Moms. Oh. And then she got a YouTube channel. And then uh, the Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon thing. Uh, and now she has lines of like, she wears giant hair bows. Mm-hmm. And like and she crazy has, glitter um, of You could throw her in my face and I'd okay. say, who is that? <laughs> <Yeah>. She's <laughs> like a huge. She actually lives in my neighborhood. And I will tell you, I've seen her out multiple times, grocery store, like the Froyo shop. Little huh. girls are obsessed with her. She is so kind to her fans. It is so sweet to see. So what you see on TV is what you see, what you get in person. So oh, it's really nice. awesome. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. That is nice. Yeah. It all works out in the end. Um, <laughs> we just had a situation here in the last few days, Kristen. Uh, how long did you actually live here? Two years. Two years. Okay. Apparently, the opening of Guthrie's Christmas Carol at Twin... Uh, Twin Cities Theaters are looking at safety practices because apparently right at the beginning of the play, and it somehow has changed. Uh, what, does anybody know what they did to with Christmas Carol that she didn't oh, like? Because apparently it's there, it's a new version of a Christmas Carol, which I don't know what that Isn't means. Isn't it like Christmas Carol reimagined or like something? Uh, Is it reimagined? Yeah, I, like, I like the original reimagined. Yeah, I, I can see this coming. It's like opera yeah. with no stage, mm. no costumes, mm-hmm. no yeah. props, just walking around singing. Yeah, that's uh, that's probably what it is. Apparently, or, she stood up and started ranting. There could be racist comments. And this, what? And this, what the hell? Well, they want to insert their social commentary into this. They rewrite the story. You know, it just you know there'll be two ghosts instead of three. You know, it's just this stuff is just. I don't know. I don't like when they redo it. Just the story's the story. Let's do the story. Yeah, yeah. If they redo it, story. just tell you. At least tell people. It's oh, yeah, redone. Yeah, like it's Thank completely. You. Don't yes. say yeah, it's the traditional yeah. Dickens Christmas story, and it is not. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's if all. they're expecting one thing and they get another, it's yeah. not fair. Yes. Yeah. No. No question. That no. That's true. We, because that's a different crowd. A different crowd would want to it, see that. Absolutely. Than it, the traditional. Well, it's the same, like, if you want to go to the Nutcracker. A lot of people do modern interpretations of the mm-hmm. Nutcracker. But if I'm asking for or want to go see a traditional adaptation, great. And then I buy something and it's a totally modern adaptation. I'm like, what am I seeing? Yeah. Right. It's not as much fun. Mm-hmm. So as long as they let you know ahead of time, you're it, good. You en- People have a tendency to enjoy things that they've seen before that are the same. They know what to expect, and, and they're seeing. There's a there's a sense of uh, well-being when you see something you know you're comfortable with, and that's the oh. joy of certain kinds of organizations, as church services, things yeah, like traditions. that. Traditions, traditions. Mm-hmm. You have those traditions, so every year you you see the same, very something very similar or the same as what you saw as a child, and it takes you back and gives you a comfort. And there's nothing wrong with that. When you start reinterpreting things, yeah, you should tell people because you go see it and you go, oh, what? This, this isn't what I expected. Why is everybody nude? Yeah. You know, that, that kind of stuff. It's like, oh, I'm shocked. I'm shocked. Oh, these two men are kissing. Oh, I'm shocked. It just uh, it gets old. I'm done. No, I, well, yeah. I, they got to change everything. Yeah. Write new well, stuff. What's wrong with writing new stuff? Well, and yeah, it's like it's one thing, especially around holiday season. It's like you want to go and see. We always go to the Nutcracker, and it's always the same. And it's, you know, yeah. people are so into tradition and having things feel a certain way. And so when they're let down, it's like mm-hmm. kind of a... Well, we don't have tradition in America. So there's a there's a yearning and a need for the human need for that I believe, yeah. and so you need that. So people want that. Yeah. I mean, Tom, do you watch some of the same movies every Christmas? Don't you? Mm-hmm. I've, I finally saw. I what do. Was the name of it? It's a Wonderful Life. It's a Wonderful oh, Life. I, I finally saw it. I, so, I have never seen it. And before. you watch that because you know the story. You've seen it many, many times. Mm-hmm. You know what the story. You know what to expect. You know when you're going to cry. Yeah. You know the touching scenes. You do that because you want that familiarity because that's a human need, mm-hmm. and it, it makes Elf. you feel good. I love. There you go. Elf. <laughs> I'm in that movie. Elf, you didn't want to do too. <laughs> you sit on a throne of lies. <laughs> he, they wanted to make Elf too, and he wouldn't do it, huh? Turned down $25 million. Really? Yeah. I can see why he did it. That was a good move. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah I suppose. It's like, let's just let it be. Oh, what, is, what about his new vehicle that he's in? What's the one where he's the guy going to the shrink? 
What? Will Ferrell? Will Ferrell. Oh, what is oh it? yeah, he's uh, got the beard. That whole deal. I I'm done with Will it. Ferrell. I don't get it. John, why are you done with Will Ferrell? It's just because every role he's ever played has been exactly the same. Well, exactly the same character. Ricky totally Bobby, typecast. Ron right. Burgundy, they're all the same, the same guy. character. Yep. It's just. Yeah. And Will Ferrell was funny in Saturday Night Live for a couple of years, and then that was it. Well, it's really similar to me. To I don't know. Adam Sandler, but then yeah. Adam Sandler I loved did all the when dramatic. he played the cheerleaders. That was hilarious, but that was you know how long ago was that? And the Roxbury guys, I was in the Roxbury guys sketch, you guys. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh really? wow! Night Live, yeah. No wonder you love it. I'll send it to y'all. Who is the woman with Will Ferrell? I can't remember who she was. She was a cast member. But she would stick her hands in her armpits and then smell. Molly, oh, Molly yeah. Shannon. 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 That was funny. Yeah. That was superstar. Yeah. I thought that was yeah. hilarious. She's like Mary this, Catherine she's... Gallagher, wasn't it? She's smelling her yeah. armpit <laughs> smell. Yeah. It's like, well, because well, I was, was a skit really that got turned into a cast. movie. Like oh, Sherry O'Terry, really? Molly Shannon, the early years of Jimmy Fallon. I used to do extra work all the time on Saturday Night Live when I lived in New York City. I didn't so know that, that was like my weekend job. I did not know that. How far back did that go? Yeah. I'm like, believe it or not, that was my weekend job was going to Saturday Night Live. It was actually a good little gig because you would work um, usually Thursday for like a quick rehearsal. Then Friday they do a tech rehearsal and then you'd work Saturday Night Dead, which is the dress rehearsal, and then Saturday Night Live. And there it was back in the day it. when AFTRA was just AFTRA, not uh, SAG-AFTRA now. It was its own union. And yeah, came together. it was a good little weekend gig. Yeah, instead of like waiting tables, I was. So your social schedule was a little thin. <laughs> you had to work every weekend. Yeah. No, I was you go out after the show. What are you talking about? Okay. The city that never yeah. sleeps. Oh, you know? that's true. I'm still pissed off. They shut. I'm still mad at them for shutting down the Carnegie. Though it pissed me off. Carnegie Deli. I love the Carnegie oh, Deli. When wasn't I was it good? Be- oh, the oh the best oh. corned beef. Oh, we got we went there one time. We we got the big corned beef sandwich. Said, hey, can we get a couple of these pe- a couple of extra pieces of bread? And the, and the waiter says, "What? You think this is a f- uh, food shelf? The <laughs> <laughs> oh. soup kitchen here? Love oh, I, you get yelled at. One time I went in and ordered a takeaway order, and I'm standing there. I'm standing right across from the counter. Right across. I'm standing there, standing there, standing there. I'm waiting a little bit. And I walked up to the counter and I said, "Geez, you know, it's been a, I've been a while. Been a while. You know, my, my order already. He said, where you been? <laughs> <laughs> where have you been?'" God, it's a be- it was so I much fun it. to get yelled at there. I love it. <laughs> and you would run into it. That's the kind of place for people who never got to go there, and it's too bad if you didn't. But the food was terrific, although Catherine did kill a homeless guy with a sandwich once. I didn't He's kill. Asleep. There's no <laughs> evidence that I she killed anybody. She a corned beef sandwich on it. I said, the sodium is going to kill him. You <laughs> don't know that. Uh, he perished immediately, I'm sure. You go sit in one time. The end. My <laughs> act of compassion, he turns it into a murder. <laughs> Thank you. One time I'm sitting Can't there. Can't win, can this I? This really tall guy, broad-shouldered guy, handsome devil, comes, sits down next to me, and we're schmoozing, and just having a great time, and this, that, and the other thing. We're enjoying our lunch, because there were long bench seats. Yeah, bench you know? seats, yeah. yeah there were long bench seats. We just, had, we just had a wonderful time. At the end, he introduced me. It was Robert Plant from Led Zeppelin. That's awesome. I mean, that's the kind of person you'd run into <laughs> yeah. eating there. Henny Youngman used to come in there every Every time I got to look down at the keyboard because of the three women there. But every time he walked in through the door, he'd look at the waitress and go, your tits are showing. <laughs> every time he would say that. God, what a oh, job. what a great... Oh. You would see so many famous people in there because they loved Carnegie Deli. Mm, that was, oh, the cheesecake. Mm-hmm. The cheesecake was oh, so good with that shortbread crust. Oh, I dragged you in there. Yeah, yeah, you got to go there. Yeah, Alex yeah. was in there. Great half sours. Oh God, everything oh, about man, it was, it was just, so good. Why'd they shut it down? I, does anybody know why they shut uh, down a uh, Carnegie? I knows? thought it was a de- like they were going to develop the block or something. Yeah, you know, probably but true. I, All that Jew food. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> the best. Who was it that said that the other day? Oh, it was, it was, it was L.A. Nick. The Jewish. The Jewish. Are you the Jewish? I heard that. Are you the Jewish? Are you the Jewish? What? What? <laughs> what the hell is that I mean? am the Jewish. It's a very odd statement. It's very well, weird. It's a very question. odd A little more Jew than just ish. <laughs> yeah, you know. a little more Jew than ish. We, I already ran that by Tony Lee about 900 times. Now. <laughs> are you the Jewish? I'd like to know if that's possible that you are and 
In any case, ladies and gentlemen, we uh, we still haven't gotten a verdict on that. There's some case going on. I don't even know what it is, but they're they're still deliberating. Eventually, apparently. we'll know, and our lives will not be any different. There will be no different. Not mine. No. They're not um, ordering any sort of um, additional or having curfews or anything like that in case there's rioting in the streets. I thought that was interesting. They did call out the National Guard, though, didn't they? Five hundred. Yeah. There. Five hundred. I think Kenosha, on yeah. standby. Yeah. But there's no curfew or anything, so I thought, huh, okay. Yeah, I don't, uh, it just seems to be taking a while, but who knows why they're taking a while. I, it's already been a few hours. I mean, it's been like four hours, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. but like Probably I said, one person that's just they like, had oh, asked for 16 pages of the transcript. I thought it was 30 pages. Or thir- or, yeah, it's like Lots 30. Of pages. Yeah. Lots of pages. pages. <laughs> a lot of pages. And I don't know, of the very beginning, of the judge's instructions, I don't know what that means. I would say this, uh, it was just printed here a few minutes ago, Governor pleads for peace ahead of Rittenhouse verdict. That would indicate to me that he's been told he's going to be found innocent. Well, either way, know, though. I mean, people way. are going to be yeah, PO'd either yeah. way. Yeah. Well, that's like when the George Floyd case the National Guard, where they were all parked, just close to my house. And oh, there yeah. were so many of them. I bet. It was I insane. Bet well, I had, when I'd have a medical, I'd have HCMC show up, and they'd have a National Guard armed person sitting in the front seat of the ambulance. Really? Mm-hmm. Yep. Really? Because they never knew if they'd be called downtown and, you know, have to go whistling downtown. And yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That is true. Yeah, there oh. were so many of them. And then they just, like, drive around sometimes. And it would be like, oh, I just saw 45 armed vehicles driving up 100. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, true. I, I think that if, if, he's found, if he's found innocent, or if he's found guilty, the people who would, would be disappointed are going to accept the verdict yeah. as opposed to the people who might not yeah, make the people who are innocent, innocent. Yeah. Like they the may not want to accept the yeah. verdict. Yeah. 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 We're still because George, it's not justice. It's the yeah. same with the George Floyd case, whereas he was he was found not George Floyd case, the Siobhan. Siobhan case. Oh, Siobhan, yeah, he was yeah. found guilty, so there was no rioting. But if he had been found not guilty, there would have been rioting. Well, mm-hmm. we're still presumed innocent in this country until somebody proves. Until proven guilty, and, yes. Yeah, until course, you're proven guilty. Of course, the court of social media is a whole different thing. Well, this, yeah, oh, and uh, God, this, these kangaroo courts the have got to go away. They just have to. I mean, it's it's. I don't know how they're going to stop it, but it just has to stop. Well, if if if, if people of, of good mind would stop using social media, and looking at it, and just abandoning it, then they'll go away. But people just get too tied up in it. All right, that's going to do it. A complete show. Kristen Bird carried us for an hour again. Typical. All that heavy lifting. Uh, heavy lifting. Thank Especially God with for me you. in the room. Exactly, exactly right. We'll talk to you tomorrow with the family.